9.06. It's Friday night. Uh, the date, I think, is January 15th. The year is 2021. So far, I haven't missed it one time. I haven't said 2020, except just then. Uh, yeah, Tom Kearney here. I'm here every night on WPTF, Monday through Friday, from 9 to 10, with a little bit of live and in real-time radio. And uh, mostly Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we are about serious business. And uh, on Friday... Whenever we can, unless something really catastrophic, really catastrophic, it's sometimes hard to tell this happened, we uh, we go about our business and have our Friday night trivia show, and that's going to be the case tonight. I'm going to be asking you some questions about uh, culture and politics and uh, other things, and we'll invite you to answer them at 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. The, the last four numbers work out to be WPTF's uh, call letters. The uh, There's only one rule for our trivia on the Tom Kearney Show, and that is uh, that uh, you cannot look the answer up. You, cannot, you must put your electronic equipment down and turn it off, and that means your, your uh, smartphone and all of the other devices that one uh, serves for memory. Uh, you can't use your PC or your Mac, and you can't even get a regular old book, uh, like an almanac or something that might have some information. You've got to be, be carrying it around in your head, in other words, what I call a desert island experience, uh, to answer our questions. The only way you can get any help other than what is already in your head is from another human being. So if somebody is sitting on the couch with you, washing the dishes with you in the workshop with you, or traveling along the road and they can whisper it in your ear, or even just say it out loud, they don't have to whisper, then uh, that's where you can get some help. And we we hope you will be uh, bound by the honor of, of not looking it up. Uh, the questions aren't that hard after all. Uh, 919 is the area code 860, and then... 9783-9783 works out to BWPTF. Brittany, our producer, will take your uh, your your name and uh, put you on hold, and you will talk to us. Don't be bashful is what I always say. Uh, my, my Baptist friends would say that you shouldn't hide out in the cloakroom at the back of the church. You should come on down front and testify, and the way you testify on this program is by dialing us up and answering one of the trivia questions. 919-860-9783. And uh, if you uh, have an educated guess, go ahead and take it. It, it doesn't hurt. Uh, sometimes we don't have a complete answer to a question, but we get part of it, and we get the other part from somebody else. And so sometimes it turns out to be inadvertently a community effort. Okay. We're going to start off tonight by... Uh, a question that has five answers to it, and you can get as many of them as you can, and the ones you don't get, maybe somebody else can get, or maybe you'll get them all. But call and let us know on this Friday night the last five governors of the state of North Carolina, the names, and uh, Mr. Cooper, who is the current governor, does not count. Uh, that is, he's not one of the five. You start before him, the, the, the person who was before him, and go back five. I see uh, how well we remember who have been the leaders of our state. And the last five governors of the state of North Carolina. And if you can't get them all, take a shot at it, and we'll tell you if you're right or wrong, and uh, we will also uh, let other folks come in and, and, and complete uh, uh, the list that you have got there. For the last couple of weeks, I've 
been kind of interested in geography, and one of the things that, that has come up in the, in the horrendous stuff that's going on now is the possibility of problems at state capitals. So I thought tonight we would ask you about the governors of the state of North Carolina and ask you, uh, as we have the last couple of weeks, about the governors, of, of, not the governors, but the capitals of the various states. So we're going, we're going by three. So uh, I'm going to present you with three states. And I want you to tell me the, the capitals of those three states. And remember, again, you have to have this in your head. It has to be in your brain. It's not something you can get from typing in a search to a device of any kind or looking it up in a book, okay? The three states we're going to start with, and if somebody wipes these out, we, we've got some more, but are New Mexico. What is the capital of New Mexico? What is the capital of the state of Nebraska? And what is the capital of the state of Minnesota? Okay, 919-860-9783. Okay, it's, it's New Mexico, uh, Nebraska, and Minnesota. Those are on the table right now for you to take a shot at. And finally, uh, last week, or maybe, I think it was last week, I presented you with the four first ladies, wives of the presidents of the United States. Uh, before they were married, that is, their names were, uh, was their maiden names. And what I wanted you to do, and we've, in fact, we've done this two weeks, and we've had, we've generally gotten the answers, but one we haven't gotten. A woman named Julia Dent was the first lady of the United States at one time, and we still haven't been told, as far as I can remember, who her husband was. So let's find out who Julia Dent's husband was. To go a little further, Rachel Donaldson. Rachel Donaldson was a first lady, and who was her husband? Frances Folsom was a uh, first lady. In fact, she was married in the White House, and I'll give you a little hint. I think she was the first first lady to actually be married to the president in the White House. And uh, Laura Welch, Laura Welch, I think is one that I would want you to tell me. Tell me who the husbands, who the presidents were. I have told you the first ladies, the wives, tell me who the presidents were. The number again is 919-860-9783. Brittany, uh, do I dare to believe that we might have some calls on the line? You would be right. We have two. We have uh, the first caller is Anthony from Broadway. Anthony, are you there? Hey, Tom. I hope you're it feeling must, well this afternoon. It must night, be that radio it? voice. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing hey, better. Still have to use you. the walker, but I'm getting there. Well, I, I've used one. I've been using a cane for 10 years, and Walker's just uh, a little more aid with it, and I'm probably going to use one. I'm, I think I'm older. I'm certainly older than you are, So, but if you can work yourself up to a cane or, or nothing at all, that will that will be good. But you, you're sounding good. So uh, uh, which one of these questions are you going to take? I'm going to try the governors uh, of North Carolina, and I'm going to try it in reverse order. All right, well, here we go. Okay, you're going to start with Mr. I'm Cooper's immediate... I'm going to start with Pat McCrory. Okay, okay, that settles it. You're starting with Pat McCrory, okay? And as we go along, you're an old teacher. Why don't we make this a teachable moment? And that is, you know, some people call me up and say, you know, you do all that trivia stuff. It's not worth anything. I don't believe that because I believe it's a way of teaching things. But tell me what you know, you know, a 50-cent version of what you know about Mr. McCrory. Where's he well, from? Well, he was from Charlotte. He'd been, I believe, the mayor of Charlotte. He was time. the mayor of Charlotte. Okay. And, uh, and he, he was served just, one term as right. governor. 
What party? Uh, he was a Republican. He was a Republican. Okay, that's the kind of stuff I mean. So if there's, there may be people who uh, you know went to school a long time ago and they haven't kept up with things and they don't know who the last five governors were. And so maybe when the program is over tonight, they will know. In fact, if we, we get the first five out of the way, we're going to go back to the next five. We may have to call you back in in the second part of the program, okay? Who is before Pat, I mean, Mr. McCord? I believe it was Beverly Perdue. Beverly Perdue. Am I not and right she was, that she was... She was Democrat, and she was from the eastern part of the state. Yeah, I think somewhere near Newburn, I believe, or somewhere down in that area. And she was the first woman governor of North Carolina, as far as I know, a female person, gender. That's right. Okay, so we've got two of the five. Who are the other... Um, Mike Easley. Mike Easley, okay. He was Democrat. Um, he had served in another capacity. I want to say he at one time was Attorney General. He was the Attorney General, I think, at one time. You're exactly right. All right, let me go back one more time. Uh, Jim Hunt, I think, in his second time, uh, he ran, well, he, he won four times. He was the first governor to do that, but... Uh, he was Democrat, and he's from over near Rocky Mount. Actually, he's from near Wilson. Uh, okay, near, Wilson. Near, near, near Lucama. I think it's uh, he called one night, and I, I, I said uh, to the governor, uh, how are things in Rock Ridge, which is a little community uh, near near Lucama in Wilson County. But I think that's where he's from. Now, he's. we need to explain why the circumstances of it is serving four terms, but well, what I'm getting at is in North Carolina, the governor cannot serve more than two consecutively. But then if he goes out for a while and then comes back, he can he can join the race again. Yeah, that's what uh, Hunt did. He went out and uh, gave it up for a while and then came back and ran again uh, and won two more uh, terms. And I think the last one, the fifth one, would be Jim Martin. You got it. You got it as a matter of he fact. He was Republican. Yeah. I'm not right. sure what part of the state he was from. Though. I think he was a professor at Davidson College, if I remember correctly. I think he was a chemistry okay. professor. I may be wrong, and I would welcome anybody who wants to call and straighten me out on that, but I believe that's the case. And uh, Well, those were was... the uh, five prior to the current governor, uh, Roy Cooper. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm going to start uh, in a later portion of the program. I'm going to go back to the next five and... Uh, and if uh, we don't get it, stay tuned so that you can answer those five. But you got those got those exactly right. But I, I, I'm of the feeling that, that most people won't remember the ones after maybe the current one and the one before that. But, uh, but well, we'll, we'll I've, I've talked to people. As a matter of fact, my two nieces attended uh, a Christian school up in the mountains, and they never took North Carolina history. And uh, they were down a couple of weeks ago, and... I explained to them about uh, some North Carolina history, and uh, one of them said, well, we've never had it. I thought, wow, you know, you're missing out on a great uh, course there. So, anyway. Well, I uh, uh, had a, a guest on one time, and I'm trying, Mr. Barefoot, I'm trying to think of Mr. Barefoot's first name. Uh, he was in the state legislature, and he told me he was coming into Raleigh one time, and he heard a report on WPTF that they were going to quit teaching North Carolina history. Or maybe it was American history, but in any case, he he was a lover of history, and he got got hot. So he went to the state legislature and sponsored a bill that would that made it a law that they had to teach North Carolina history. It was the, the 
that no administrator could decide to do away with it. And I think that that sort of learning the names of the some of the chief officials and the form of the government is the bare minimum that we we could re, should require of a bare minimum. I will tell you this: that uh, a couple of years ago, for the last time, I was renewing my North Carolina teacher certificate back in 2007, and I did it at Campbell University and found out from some guys that taught U.S. history they start U.S. history now at 1789 or 1787. I said, well, "What about the other stuff?" And they said they taught it in a civics class. I thought, "Wow!" Uh, so if you didn't take civics, you didn't get the part from. Uh, 1,000 up to uh, 1787, so go figure. Well, you, you didn't find out much about Native Americans. or And, and one of the things you find out when you teach history, uh, I've known several historians who started out, their period was a certain number of years, and then they decide, they always roll back because they always see the significance of the period before the period that they're teaching. And, and if you... If you don't, if you don't go back any further than 1787 or 1789, you really don't quite understand why the Constitution turned out to be the way it turned out to be, because it, exactly. it is a it's a response to the circumstances. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, and I'm sorry to hear that your nieces didn't have any history, but I'm not sorry to hear that you you, you told them some while while you had the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you got to tell it like it is sometimes, and whether they like right. to hear it or not, I said, man, they well, that, should have been teaching NC history up there at. Uh, Asheville Christian Academy, but anyway, that's another story. Well, well, that's what you call a teachable moment when you see a chance to do that. Uh, uh, anyway, thank you for, for being with us tonight, Anthony. Take care. All right, okay. thank you, and you have a great weekend, Tom. You too. Mm-hmm. Anthony from Broadway or somewhere over in those those parts, and he got the last five governors of North Carolina. And so why don't we just throw it in the hopper? Let's have the, the previous five, that is, when we go back and you start counting them, I and don't count Mr. Cooper because he's still the governor. He's he's not on this list, but we just had uh, McCrory and uh, Purdue, and I'm going to not get them straight now, but in any event, uh, we went back to, to Jim Mark, and we had Jim Hunt, and uh, uh, so we need to go back to before uh, Jim Martin's term uh, as the governor of North Carolina, go back the previous five before there, if you can think about those. One of them, actually, you will see. Well, I'll give you give you one of them. Is it will be Mr. Hunt because he he served two different times. He served four eight years. You can serve two terms, but then you have to you you can't serve three consecutive terms. But after some time passes, you can come back and run again. Who is the second five? I'm betting nobody gets these. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, do do we need to take a break, Brittany? I guess we do. Is what we need to. Actually, do. we do. Yes, and then we have two callers when we come back. Let's do that. And you can tell me who who our friends are waiting are, and we'll talk to them after this. Nine twenty-five. WPTF. Tom Kearney with Friday Night Trivia on the Tom Kearney Show. We're here every night, Monday through Friday. 9 to 10 with some live and in real-time radio, and Brittany tells me we need to talk to a caller calling from Clayton. Is this James in Clayton? Yes, this is James from Clayton. Yes. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing fine, James. Well, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing quite well. Uh, You you asked about the governor, and uh, I spent um, 28 years having the same name as the governor. Uh, twenty-eight years. You're, what are you telling me? Your what are you telling me? Your last name? 
Huh? No, I'm telling you, the first name of the governor has been was James for 28 years of my life. Oh, that's right. We, yeah, in fact, yeah, I remember one time cracking the joke: you couldn't be governor unless your first name was Jim. Yeah, well, what, like I mean, Jim Holthouser, they all were, or James, but they went by Jim. And my, uh, well, let's n- well, now, hold on. Let's let's name him Jim Holthouser, Jim Martin, Jim Hunt, and yeah, well, Jim, the, Jim Hunt covered four of those terms. about that. I, 
I've always heard good vibes about uh, Jim Holzhauser, and and of course, uh, there's a lot you can say about Bob Scott and indeed the whole Scott family. But we need to see if we can hit the news at 10:31, and you're our old broadcast person, so you know the importance of hitting the thing on the head. So oh, absolutely, just, got to do just, it. Just hold on, and we'll be back. Uh, that's Lou from Rocky Mount. Tom Kearney on the Tom Kearney Show here on WPTF. We're going to pause now and find out what's going on around the world. Nine thirty-six at WPTF, the Tom Kearney Show, Friday night, January the fifteenth, and one of our old friends, Lou, who's from, uh, in this case, uh, he's not really from here. I think this is where he lives. Uh, I'm getting the case on you, Lou, uh, figuring out all the things because you've on got the wrong side. That's where wrong I'm at. Side. That's where you. But you have connections in Wilmington too. I know you've lived. Oh yeah, there. yeah, Wilmington, Cape Fear, and then uh, Tar River. Those two rivers. I'm close to both. But you know, Tom, you know, both of us are from Eastern North Carolina, and, and we really can talk. Now, what you said about Jim Hunt is very true. You, you know, Wilt claims him, but you said uh, Jim's from uh, Rock Ridge. Well, I think if he called us tonight, he would probably say that was accurate. Uh, and, uh, Absolutely. That, and and uh, my mom, who grew up in Elm City, which is smack dab between Rocky Mountain and Wilson, she was aware of Ava Gardner uh, at that time when both of them were growing up in that area. And she... Even though Smithfield claims Ava, my mother told me she, Ava's from Rock Ridge. Although, you know, the Grab Town is the official getting down to the nitty gritty Grab Town, but Rock Ridge. And, you know, Ava has to be the biggest star that ever came out of this state cinematically. Close second is Andy Griffith, cinema and TV. But I would say the biggest star that ever came out of North Carolina is Michael Jordan, MJ. Wilmington. Yeah. He's like well, beyond I, all, all stardom. Well, I think Miss Gardner used to live over in a place uh, on the old Smithfield Road because I used to go down that road every Sunday when I went to Goldsboro. I think she lived in the teacherage over there. But I'm very careful about when I talk about Ava Gardner because uh, I was interviewing somebody from the museum one time and uh, they had just published, uh, somebody had just published a biography of her. And if you've ever yeah, read Rap any biography. Girl. Well, if you ever read any of the biographies, uh, let's just say that I was warned off of the topic. If you get my drift, I'm not going to say anything else. You know, just not, she also not attended, uh, by the way, Atlantic Christian College in Wilson. My mother mm-hmm. also attended that, that school. And then she was off to Hollywood shortly thereafter. But, uh, yeah, I mean, she's, like I say, I mean, the stars don't come any bigger than Ava Gardner. Oh, no. no, no. But, yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's really great that you – I can toss out some more hard questions and see if anybody can answer them, but that's all I could glean from the ones you you tossed out is Ava and and a couple of governors along the way. Well, what I want you to do here now, see, between our – in our conversation, I just – you know, the the other guy got the the, the, – Anthony got the the first five, and I said I might throw the next five out, and – what, you, we've already talked about three of the five, though, so I want to see if we can just get the other two, and that'll wash that category up. And and we got to start <laughs> well, right before well, Jim Martin. You, 
you know, our present governor is from Nashville, North Carolina, right right down the road from Rocky Mount. And, uh, and yeah, well, Mike uh, Rayleigh told me that Rocky Mount was the suburb of Nashville. I don't know if that's true or not. Was what? My, I'm pulling pulling your leg, but Mike Rayleigh, my good friend and colleague, is from Nashville, and he said that Rocky Mount yeah, was the yeah, suburb yeah, of Nashville. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, so people have an idea of, of the area. Yes, say Rocky Mount. Uh, but yeah, Nashville is is that is the actual town, and I think he's done a, a super job during this pandemic for us. I really do, and I don't think that he's let politics influence his. Oh, I, a lot of people would disagree with that, but I I absolutely think he's he's, he's made this state somewhat safer. Uh, well, I, I don't usually I try not to talk too much about politics because. Uh, I, I used to when I first came on for about the first five or eight years. I talked politics, but I found out that n- people that I talked to were not interested in in having a discussion. They were <laughs> well, interested. In, the, the only reason I'm even saying anything is because he's from he's from Rocky Mount. <laughs> well, I, but I'm the only reason I'm saying anything is that I want to agree with you about what you just said about he's done as good a job as anybody could have done with the yeah, situation Mandy that Cohen he's confronted done a with. Super job, but you know she she's saying you know just stay home. Stay home. That's where we're at right now. So, well, I'll let you just... get back to your questions, Tom. But wow, you are a hard head headmaster, school teacher. I mean, you got the hickory stick, man. I don't know if I can answer any more of these questions. I did. Well, no, you you could get the other two governors to to mark out that five because I, I did not leave. <laughs> God, I thought the other guy nailed them all, man. No, he no, he nailed all the five, but the second I, five. I remember a Dan Dan the Mountain Man, Dan Moore. Okay, well that's what. That, okay, look, this is what we need to do. We got Jim Martin, and before him was the first two terms of Mister Hunt, and before him was Robert Scott. And you, we talked. You mentioned both of those guys, uh, and uh, what we need to Jim do is Holzhauser. to get the, We got to get the people before them, Holzhauser, and. Uh, Terry we Sanford. Well, with mentioning him, you've done the five. We, we needed to get the guy you're calling the Dan Dan the Mountain Man, and then Terry Sanford, and we're all the way, all the way back to 1960. Wow, uh, Luther Hodges. Well, he's right before Terry. Yeah, he's right before Governor Sanford and Luther Hodges, and then uh, oh, Umstead, William B. Umstead did not serve his wow. whole term. He was You're really going back. You know, Luther Hodges was Secretary of Commerce in John Kennedy's administration. Right. Well, he w- he became governor when Umstead. He was lieutenant governor when Umstead died. But he is supposed to have had a lot to do with the development of the Research Triangle Park, and and that marked him as a person who was interested in in commerce and, and the development of things like that. And, mm-hmm. And of course he was. You remember uh, Harold Cooley from uh, Nashville too. He, he was a yeah. quite prominent congressional uh, delegate from North Carolina. He lived in Nashville also. He's right. got a mansion well, there. He's long gone. He died in '73 or '74. I think Hodges died that same year. But he anyway, no. so much for North Carolina history. I'll let you get back to your uh, hard questions. Okay. Thank. Thank you, Lou. Take care. Uh, Lou from the other side of the tracks. In other words, he lives in he lives in Rocky Mount, but he's on uh, well. The railroad bisects the town, and half of the town is in Nash County, and half of the town is in Edgecombe County, and that's kind of a little joke, and so on. And nothing, nothing, nothing negative meant to be taken wrong. Tom Kearney here. 
we we have a, a good relationship with most of our radio family, and we always like to hear from Lou. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783. We've retired uh, the first five governor's question and the second five governor's question. Uh, we've uh, had a gentleman from uh, Clayton uh, who uh, got the, the three state capitals that we'd ask about, but nobody has challenged the question. I'll come back with some more state capitals in just a moment. But the question that has not been touched, we told you, the names of four first ladies, and what we want to know is the name of the gentleman they were married to, the first gentleman, in other words, the presidents of the United States. Julia Dent, we want to know who she was married to. He was president of the United States. Rachel Donaldson, I believe Francis Folsom, and Laura Welch, we want to know their husband's names. The answer to the question is the gentleman who were president of the United States. These are the first ladies with their maiden names. A lot of times you don't even know that kind of thing. But Julia Dent, Rachel Donaldson, Francis Folsom, and Laura Welch. 919-860-9783. What is the capital of Oregon? We're going to give you three more. Oregon. What's the capital of Oregon? What's the capital of Michigan? What is the capital city of Michigan? And let's see. What is the capital city of New Hampshire? 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Again, it's Oregon, uh, Michigan, and New Hampshire, and the presidents who were married to the four first ladies that we gave you. We'll be waiting for your answers while we take this break. Ten forty nine. No, nine forty nine. Looking at the. I've got a whole bunch of clocks here, and I have to make sure my eye catches the right one. Nine forty nine at WPTF AM six eighty and uh, FM ninety eight point five. Be sure you put a button on your radio for each one of those. Tom Kearney here. We're here every night Monday through Friday, and we hope we bring you programs that entertain and edify. And we're live uh, each night. And tonight we are doing trivia. We've got some questions out there, and Henry in Raleigh thinks he can answer one of them. Henry, how are you tonight? Fine. How about you, sir? I'm doing well, I think, and good, too, I hope, sir. Great. And I want to say before I get started, um, I really do enjoy your program very much. Thank you very much. It's always nice when people do that, and I secretly hope the boss is listening when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of thing you want to happen. What kind of question are you going to answer tonight? Uh, First ladies, uh, I believe um, Julia Dent married U.S. Grant. Now, did you you look it up? No, sir. Okay, I'm just just saying, because we've had that question three days. Weeks and you you got it. I'm glad you know you got, it, but you got to admit I I'm I'm a little suspicious. Well, but I but you're right. This, Do, I promise you this is coming straight out of my head. Nowhere else. Um, well, that's good. Well, let me tell you before you go to the other three a little short story. On uh, I think it was August, I know April 14th or something, 1865. Uh, Abraham Lincoln was going to go to the theater, and uh, you know you know what I'm talking about. Any? Yes, I he, do. He. Uh, he didn't want to go alone. He was going to have a young young military person to to be his escort, and his wife was going with him, Mary. But they invited the Grants. You know, the war was just about over. And right. Julia Dent did not like Mrs. Grant. 
she just, she said, no way is that going to happen. I, she said to Ulysses S. Grant, we're going to get on a train and go to Philadelphia and see our children. So they didn't go, and <laughs> and they didn't get shot either, too. So that's, <clears> that's good. Right. I read that. I, I, I have no animus against Mrs. Lincoln at all. In fact, she's an interesting person. But uh, but Julia Dent just really didn't like her and didn't want to be in her company. Okay, that's one. Julia Dent now. Uh, do you want me to call out the names or do you want to call them out? I, the other I, three? Think, I, can, I think I can do that. Uh, thank you. Rachel Donaldson married Andrew Jackson. Okay, you're right. Uh, can I tell a story about that too? That's... Please do. Well, he really liked Rachel Donaldson, and uh, they got married. But when they were married, her she had been married to somebody else, and the, the divorce was not quite final. So technically, uh, she was, uh, I guess, a bigamist. But uh, and and some guy in in Tennessee, where and Andrew lived, Nashville, made fun of this and and attacked Mrs. Donaldson. And if you knew anything about Andrew Jackson, you would understand what I'm about to say, and that he was having none of this. So they ended up being that guy in a duel. This is the president, a man who will later become the president of the United States, and was yeah. an extremely, as you probably know, significant historical figure. So they have the they have the they have the duel, and they're standing there, and the other guy shoots at him, and Jackson doesn't do anything. You may know this story, and the bullet ends up in his chest, and he carries it till the day he died. But then, very quietly, Jackson raises his gun and kills the guy. Mm. Now that that's that's a that's why he was called Old Hickory. He was tough, and uh, but uh, well, I'm glad you told me that because I I had not heard that story. Well, I believe it's true. <laughs> I, I didn't make it up. Uh, there might be some fine tuning they to be done to it, but he. There was a book that was very popular when I was young, like in grade school or middle school, called The President's Lady. It was partly fiction and partly historical fiction is what it was. But it was about the love story between Jackson and, and Rachel Donaldson. And, and it might be worth reading even today. We've got two more we need to do now. Frances Folsom. Okay. Uh, she married Grover Cleveland. Right. And uh, they were, they were, I think they was, she was the first to be married in the White House. She was about 25, and he was 49, and, but they ultimately had children. In fact, one of her children was named Ruth, and the story, as it goes, is that the candy bar was named after baby Ruth. Well, I'd never heard that one. Well, that's, you know, we're, we're, I, I believe that's probably true. There's a, there's a debate about that, but it certainly was not named for Babe Ruth, the baseball player. But, you know, it's kind of like the anything the president and his First Lady do, everybody's paying attention to it. And so they named the candy bar for the baby. And the final one is Laura Welch. <clears throat> she married George W. Bush. That was Bush the second. Exactly. All right. Exactly. I, I, and you got all four of them. Uh, if, I had a gold star, if I had a gold star, I'd give it to you. Thank you, sir. Uh, may I add one little comment about the Jacksons? Uh, <clears throat> I've read or heard somewhere along the line over the years. In fairness to uh, Rachel Donaldson, she did not realize that her divorce was not final. I believe that is the case. And one other thing that has nothing to do with the divorce, but she, one of the things that they made fun of her over was she smoked a pipe. She smoked a corncob pipe. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, this is we're we're in backcountry Tennessee now. We're not. Uh, <laughs> That's right. We're not a, in. But uh, but but the love story is what I think is interesting. It's because they. She and 
Andrew liked each other, and uh, that's good. That's good, I think. And and but I mean, it, just thinking of him not not firing at the same time the other guy did, but calmly standing there taking a bullet and then shooting the mm-hmm. guy and killing him is mm-hmm. just you know something that's hard to think about these days. But that's anyway, really hey, thank amazing. you for joining us tonight. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good night. Right. Okay. We hope Henry will come back another time. Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got just about a minute left, Alan. Uh, can you clean up anything in a minute? Hello, Thomas. How are you? I'm doing fine. I can't um, I can do two of your state capitals, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Lansing is the capital of Michigan. You're right about that. And I think Salem is the capital of Oregon. Of Oregon. And the other one we had, I think, was New Hampshire. Yeah, I don't know New Hampshire. And I've been in 26 states, and the only capital you've brought up tonight that I've actually been to is Santa Fe. The longest period of time I spent outside the state of North Carolina was 10 years in 1973 when I was a freshman in high school. And five of those weeks we lived in the state of New Mexico. Okay, well, Jim Croce's about to show up. I've only lived outside of the state of North Carolina one year, but uh, I missed it, so I came back. Alan, take care. We'll talk to you later, okay? All right, Tom. Thank you. Jim Croce has our signature. We thank you for joining us. Monday night, the computer guy's going to be here on the Tom Kearney Show. Thank you for your time. Oh, you've been so much more than kind. You can keep it done.